Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Woohoo! It's the end of the work week, but before it's officially over, we've got some news that we got to get to here. Seat, the Spanish automaker owned by Volkswagen, is set to introduce the all-new Leon SC at the Geneva Motor Show next month. The three-door compact is powered by a variety of gasoline and diesel engines with displacements that range from 1.2 all the way up to 2 liters, which also feature direct injection and turbocharging. The engines can be mated to a five or six speed manual or a dual clutch transmission. Some unique features for an entry level compact include optional full LED headlights and standard safety technology like drowsy driver detection and lane assist, which nudges the steering to help keep you in your lane. And here's yet another pre-show reveal before Geneva. It's the global debut of a new Chinese brand called Koros, which is a joint venture between Cherry and the Israel Corporation, which is a global industrial holding company. The Koros 3 sedan, which will be sold in China and Europe, is powered by two 1.6-liter four-cylinder gasoline engines. One's either naturally aspirated, the other is a turbo. Each comes standard with a six-speed manual and a six-speed dual-clutch transmission is also available. The Coros 3 sedan goes on sale later in the year and, judging from the pictures, looks like a decent product. Last night on Autoline After Hours, our guest was John Davis, the chief program engineer for the C-Max Focus and Fiesta. He gave us some more insight into the Fiesta ST, which will be hitting showrooms later this summer. Guess what? He likes it better than the much-praised Focus ST. The Fiesta's 1.6-liter EcoBoost engine pumps out 197 horsepower through a six-speed manual, and it's got a better power-to-weight ratio than the Focus ST. Being lighter, he says it's nimbler and more responsive, and Davis hints it might be even faster than the Focus. You can watch that entire show right now at our website, autoline.tv, and by clicking on the After Hours link. You know, I keep saying 2013 is the year of the diesel in the American market. Jeep, Chevrolet, Mazda are all bringing diesels to the market this year and in the third quarter. Now Ram will offer a diesel package in its 1500 pickup. The engine's built by VM Motori, which is a subsidiary of Fiat. It's a 3-liter V6 mated to an 8-speed automatic, presumably the same package going in the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Ram claims it'll have the best-in-class fuel efficiency, best-in-class torque, and impressive capabilities. Obviously, Ford and Chevy will watch this development intensely. Chevy has its own V6 diesel developed, and i got to believe that Ford has some sort of plan B, because if the Ram diesel is even moderately successful, they are going to have to be fast followers. You know, the UAW has been spectacularly unsuccessful in organizing any of the foreign transplants in the U.S. I think a key reason for the failure is how the union tries to sell itself. 
It accuses foreign automakers of being greedy, unfair, and that they violate human rights. That line might have worked in the 1930s, but not today. Meanwhile, UAW members are collectively collecting $750 million in profit-sharing checks from GM, Ford, and Chrysler. Now, that's how you sell the benefits of being a member of the union. You show the workers how you're going to help them share in the profits that they help generate. So my advice to the union is drop all the socialist rhetoric and change your sales pitch. Like they teach you in Marketing 101, don't just sell the steak, sell the sizzle. Earlier this week, we showed you this royal blue sports car spotted by Gary McGarrion in Nova Scotia. We asked you to take your best guesses as to what it was, and I guess we just couldn't stump you gearheads. The vast majority of you got it right. This is the British-made Jensen CV-8, which was produced between 1962 and 1966. Did you know the body was almost all fiberglass and that the V-8 was a Chrysler big block? Okay, I admit it. I didn't know it either. I had to go look it up. But if you think you've got a good barn find for a future show, send us an email to viewermail at autoline.tv. And we look forward to seeing what other fine motor cars that you can unearth. You know, the automotive business sure has changed since I started covering it. In fact, automotive journalism has changed even more than the industry. And that's what's coming up next. Proven on the track and on roads around the world. Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the Eyes on IndyCar series. As most of you know, I host a weekly television program called Out of Line This Week, except that this week, I'm not the host of the program. Instead, we invited local television personality, Carol Kane, to host the show and I'm actually a guest on my own program. That's because this week's show is all about how the automotive industry and automotive journalism have changed over the last 30 years. Also joining me for the show are my colleagues, Tony Swan from Car and Driver and Edward Lapham from Automotive News. It's a pretty interesting conversation. Check this out. And Tony, in your book, as you sit here and look at all the vehicles you've test-driven and written about and any of them stand out as one that really a game changer? Yeah. Well, you know, Ed just mentioned the Lexus. Uh, Lexus LS400, and I was on the original launch for it, which, with great chutzpah, they yeah. ch staged in Germany. And uh, we're out <laughs> driving around. On Take the, that for saying laughing at absolutely. us, right? Absolutely. We're driving around on the Autobahn, and somehow the people at Automotor Sport, which was a, a very prestigious German car magazine, had gotten wind of this. And so every time we stopped at, uh, you know, some changeover point, that sort of thing, these guys would be in our face. Well, what are you thinking? Is this is this as good as Mercedes? And it was. Yeah. And of course, uh, the rest is history. They changed the game. Yeah. And Ed, as far as vehicles that are game changers in your book? Well, if you look at, I think the Toyota Prius most recently has has taught people that there is a place for gasoline electric hybrids. I think the Chrysler minivans uh, had a big role in 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 vehicles that can move people and stuff and if you look at the uh, the Ford Explorer and what it did for the SUV to make it more of a family vehicle you know it, in, in the segments there's now more of a blending once upon a time there were cars and there were trucks and, and now it's almost a, a, a continuum. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, I would say, though, that preceding the, uh, the Ford, uh, you know, the Explorer was the uh, Jeep uh, Cherokee. That was a, that really changed the game there. Of course, you can see that entire show on our website or check your local public television listing since AutoLine This Week is seen on many of those stations across the United States and Canada. But this wraps up this week's reports. Thanks for making AutoLine part of your workday and please join us back here again on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.